All right. Hello, uh, listeners who have decided to listen. This is just the first episode, the test run, and uh, thanks for listening. If you've heard this so far, something that hasn't become anything yet, you had to make a choice. It's hard to imagine where you are at in life, and you're making that decision to listen to this. Because you really did have to choose to get where you are now. You didn't have to listen to this. Like, what is this? This is just this is just nothing, really. We'll see if it becomes anything. But right now, you're just listening to some guy talk to his computer, to no one. I'm talking to no one, really. Just watching the button I just pressed to record. And I'm going to stop recording, then listen to this and cringe at the sound of my own voice. <clears throat> but, uh... It's got to begin somewhere, I guess. Just went into the first minute. I wonder what people usually stare at when they're recording something like this. I mean, this. All right, this is the first episode with uh, Ben Stillians. We recorded two nights ago. Ben and I uh, talked for a few hours. Um, great, great guy, Ben. I assume. Assume someone listening to this might know Ben. You know he's a good guy to talk to. Great conversationalist. Uh, apologies, though, for the uh, shabby edi- editing and audio on this. Uh, we found out that um, like after the first half hour of recording, um, apparently the recording ended on this uh, the site I'm using. It only records up to a half hour, so we lost like... A little bit of the conversation because we kept talking for maybe 45 minutes before I noticed that. But then we just started recording again in half-hour installments for the time being. And I edited those, put those together. So uh, so it, it, it's, it jumps all over the place a little bit. But I think it's, you know, you, you can get the gist of where what we're talking about. It's just about, the you know, jumping into a conversation and uh, like I don't know, enjoying our conversation. If you're listening to this, hopefully it's a little bit enjoyable. <clears throat> it's just you know we're trying to have a uh, frank conversation. No, just a good conversation. I think it was. I had a really good time. Um, I think Ben did too. So uh, yeah, and I want to. I also, while I was putting this together, I found out. Um, how terrible, no, how much I just hate listening to my own voice. So apologies for having to listen to this voice. I, I think I've found out that my voice is very tired sounding, at least during this thing. We recorded at night, but I drank a couple cups, cups, couple, couple cups of coffee today. Maybe my voice is a little more peppy. That's what I'm trying to go for now. Might sound a little ridiculous. Speaking of ridiculous... Um, you know, I feel, I feel like there are a couple instances we might be like trying to talk about topical things and the virus and stuff. And like, I just want to say that like, uh, I'm not, I'm not, uh, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I got this figured out, you know, I, I'm not trying to, you know, announce anything like my ideas are correct 
or I don't know. But y- you know, you know what I mean. Like I'm not, I'm not, that, I'm no expert on anything. I'm not trying to be, you know, anything really. Just trying to, you know, you know, you know, you know. I mean, anyway. Um, here's Ben Stillians. My conversation with Ben. We had a great conversation. Hope you enjoy. And uh, yeah, here you go. It's like a well-regarded uh, commencement speech, enough to be mm-hmm. made in a little cool book and sent to every everyone every year. We're really crazy. proud of this one. Like, we all, like, everybody steps onto campus, like, freshman year, and, like, the only thing they have in common is they go to the school and then they've read that one book. It's, like, the only thing. I feel like liberal arts students kind of have a lot like just the mindset of wanting to go to a small school that's already something in common though because for some reason why why don't i feel like that's like do you did you always want to go to liberal arts oh no i just showed up Hmm. i was like i was between you know kenyan and like a lot of just like larger state schools in ohio like osu ohio university miami ohio those kind of places but uh, I like always viewed like schools like Kenyon and Davidson, which I also visited and really liked. Like I used to view those schools as just better than the state schools. Like I just like, oh yeah, of course they're better. They cost yeah. more. There's a reason they cost so much. <laughs> but then like got a got a set to Kenyon, got financial aid that like kind of leveled that field. So uh, I was like, well, I didn't really put a lot of thought into it. I was like, shit, it costs pretty much the same amount to go to any of these schools. Why don't I just go to the one that is more valuable in terms of tuition? And I also got like like a thousand dollars for a laptop, which is pretty sick. That is sick. Thousand dollars to a laptop. Mm-hmm. That's like all you need for a laptop is a thousand dollars, right? Yeah, this is like way nicer than the laptop I would have gotten like with yeah. my own money. I had like several different laptops, I think, because the first one I had freshman year was like this really heavy Dell laptop my grandfather had, which is like <laughs> really. It's not usually what the grandfather's <laughs> passing down. Yeah, it was really heavy. He used it like on the job when he was a landscaper, so it was old too. But like I used that mm-hmm. for my freshman year. I had this really heavy laptop I'd lug around, mm-hmm. and then I got my brother's old laptop, my younger brother's old laptop. But then I finally got this one and I bought it myself. And it's like, it's, it's like, I hopefully never need another one. Cause this one's perfect. What is it? Like a MacBook pro, I guess a MacBook air or something. I just was like, what's the best, most useful laptop. And I'll just get one and hopefully it will never die. It'll probably die one day, but okay, maybe hopefully the, that, at that point you'll worth. have like disposable income that you can use to replace it. This income's disposable. I don't need it. <clears throat> I have okay. one right now. Like, I just live in a house and make money and don't really, like, it's not like, I mean, like, I buy food sometimes, but it's not like I'm paying for the electricity. Yeah. And yeah, actually, same. All of my income is technically disposable. I started I- recording, by the way. I feel like oh, I show. let you know at some point. I figured you did it. Okay.
I gotta tell you this story. This I I this story always comes to mind whenever somebody mentions a circle because there's no other like well, first off, the circle's like I didn't enjoy that movie. It's like kind of a bad movie, I think. Yeah, but it's too bad. Yeah. It came out when I was a junior in high school, I think. Right. I'm pretty sure, yeah. But my high school girlfriend at the time, things weren't really working out. I was losing feelings. Um, you know, two people fall in love, people can fall out of love. Oh, so <laughs> you got all that shit. I was a fucking junior in high school. It's like nothing's real. Yeah. Um, but it feels so real. And then you're like, what yeah, am I doing? But slowly we were breaking apart. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to pick her up. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to like, in the car, I'm just going to break up with her. And I'm going to drop her off again. That's what's going to happen. Got to do it in person. So just because, in the car you know, ride? Not that bad of a person. I was going to do in the car ride. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know why. Okay, no, I know why. I just couldn't commit. Like, I mean, this is like like breaking up with somebody. It's uh, very taxing on oh, yeah. both parties. It's hard. And to initiate that, it's like, I mean, it's just like, like you need the catalyst or whatever. But like, like without the catalyst, you can't go forward in that you you yeah, gotta like, like hype yourself up or something yeah, but uh yeah um so i'm getting ready to break up with her and then i just couldn't do it so i took her to dinner and then i took her to a movie <laughs> and it was it That's was a really nice. it was like kind of awkward and like oh. the entire time like there's just like a weird thing in the air and like that thing in the air was like me like trying to break up with her but uh <laughs> There's hey, something Danner. in the air. Yeah. Make that into a song. Nice, uh, you know, nice food at the restaurant. Not so nice movie. But then <laughs> after the movie, I was like, wow, that was a bad movie. And then I just like, there's like a literally like long silence. I was like, yeah, I don't think this is working out. Mm. How and long then, have uh, you been dating? Ah. Uh, Four, five, six months. I don't really remember. I was junior high school. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know when I started dating. Was it was like November to like. That was that long? Or was it just like. It wasn't. That was my first girlfriend. Okay. So uh, significant in that regard. Significant she, she, happening. Yeah. Huh? This is a mm-hmm. life uh, moment. Yeah. She snapshotted me like a couple months ago when I was walking from the Ackland to Mather. And I was like, oh, she Snapchat me. And she was like, yo, what's up? And I was like, what's up? And she was like, this is awkward. And I was like, fucking, it's your fault. This is awkward. I, you're the one that Snapchatted me. Like, what do you expect? Hello, this is awkward. And is that as far as that goes? Yeah. yeah, that's as far as I got. But definitely like, and that, it's just like so fucking stupid. But I, that's the only memory I have associated with that movie. Other than Emma Watson was in it, right? Yeah, Emma Watson and uh, John Boyega. Oh, yeah, Star John Wars. Boyega. That's oh. actually, I think that was Bill Paxton, one of his last movies. Bill Paxton plays, I know he's in a, playing um, the dad, but he's he's a good actor. From You ever see Aliens? Oh, is that the one with multiple aliens? Yes. Yeah, like I don't think I've one. seen that one. It's like the perfect name for that sequel. Because the first one's one alien, this one's more. 
But uh, Bill Paxton's the guy <laughs> with uh, the the line that's the classic line, like "Game over, man, game over." Oh shit! And he's okay. also the guy in the beginning of Titanic who's looking for the uh, the jewels the whole time. Oh, the scientist researcher dude. Yeah, and oh. then she just throws them away, and he's just like, "Never, we'll never know." Yeah, that's still like, looking for those jewels. It's a dick move. How many like? hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars when that research like come on like she's so she's just like this is for jack this is me she and said, jack. i'm rich as a motherfucker this means nothing to me yeah. see ya she's about to die too she's so old it's just like nothing really matters anymore yeah titanic classic postmodernism it is postmodern like that's the feeling in the air this this podcast did i tell you what i'm calling it what the postmodernist chronicles? No, I mean uh, that doesn't even sound good. Saying this that'd be podcast, bad. That, that's, I would not watch that. No, just saying this podcast. I wish podcast is such a gross feeling to me. The word now because it's like mm-hmm. there's always like a joke that's like I'm starting a podcast, but I feel like this is the proper time to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I said. Wait, so so you're naming this podcast? This podcast? No, no, that that's not that. I was. Like maybe you should change it to that and make it really like make that it like podcast. really making fun of myself, but that would be way too complicated mm-hmm. and not that funny. But um it's called <laughs> Living in the Twenties and I'm just like we'll we'll just try and like figure out what this new world we live in is like gonna be like, you know? Because it's so crazy. This could just be like a document kind of for us about True. what this life in like post uh corona you know, lockdown. Post, hopefully post-corona. It's a whole new decade, see. too. It's crazy. This is like the defining decade. Like, what's going to happen? I have no idea. I'm, like, thinking about it, like, stressed out. I just want to talk to people about it, too. Mm-hmm. I haven't even thought about it yet. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, damn, I wonder what next next cross-country season is yeah, going to be. Yeah, no one has any idea what the future <laughs> holds. Future holds nothing good. Even if it's the end of the world, maybe this could be like an artifact for the aliens years from now. And it'd be kind of cool to just be like, wow, they didn't know that the world was going to end. It feels obvious like the world is ending, but I don't want it to like end. Like, nah, the world's not ending. Like the this is the uh, the big one, the big pandemic. <laughs> I was just making pizzas all day, dude. Yeah. The world wouldn't if I was making pizzas. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where the Mark Marinness comes in. He he on his podcast, he can get really like anxious and it comes out. Really? <laughs> but it's it's like it's it's like that's him being himself, kind of. You know, it's just like that's his podcast. It's kind of for the neurotic middle aged recovering addicts of the world who who like stuff. You know, he's like obsessed with music and culture stuff. I don't think I've listened to his old Mark Man. That's the WTF, right? Yeah, WTF. That's like that's an old school podcast. Yeah, it's been around like I, I like him and Joe Rogan to me are like. Two, uh, like, on either side. I told this to Tommy recently. I was like, Joe Rogan is, like, the, the epitome of, like, baller podcast. And uh, Mark Maron's <laughs> the non-baller podcast. And they go on each other's podcasts and talk. And it's, like, a great study. I'm like, they, they, this is for Will Oakley to study, like, of the baller, non-baller. Baller, non-baller. <laughs> That's crazy. I, 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 need to, I need to listen to more podcasts. <laughs> That's, like... 
I don't do things that warrant me listening to podcasts, though. Yeah, I feel like it's just like it's so easy, you know. I can listen to it as I go to sleep. You don't. It's just like in your head as you drive, but no one's driving much, I guess. Yeah, I don't really. I don't have a terribly long commute. It's like fifteen twenty minutes. So like, that's like, like that fifteen minutes in the car is like that's my singing practice. That's, That's when I jam out in the car. That is nice to have. I was like, I, I guess no, I was uh, I was mowing the lawn, and then I listened to a podcast thing. It was like, shit, this is like, what else would I do in this time? Yeah, that's that's kind of when I got into listening to podcasts. I think, well, partly it was like driving back and forth to Kenyon one summer, but that <clears> same <throat> summer I was just like weeding this guy's lawn for like a couple hours a day like like a lot like five hours so i'd just be listening to a podcast and weeding and it was like nicer it was like a break from music and it's like getting focused in on some sort of like narrative of something and good at Mm -hmm. like making the time go past so actually i'm at work too like at work i can listen to podcasts because not a lot of people come into the coffee shop but wait you got a job when did this happen did you always have this Um. one Ah, shit. I mean, I, I worked there in high school. I, oh, it's yeah. a it's a winery where we make pizzas. Okay, yeah, that's what confuses me because I knew you, you did the winery work, but what kind of winery uh, delivers pizzas? Uh, that's a good question. Um, we we don't deliver pizzas anymore. Oh. Let me uh, say that uh, yeah. we just delivered when during the whole shutdown because right. people wanted pizza. They didn't want to come through and stuff. So, but it's, still, we didn't get a lot of orders then. Is it just takeout still? Yeah. Take it out. People sit outside. Yeah. It's a really nice patio, nice oh. view of the town, whatever. Oh, cool. But uh, of Cambridge, of Cambridge, yeah. It's it, it's honestly probably the the nicest like plot of land in the area, just because you can see everything, which is kind of nice. Ooh. It's nice to work there. But uh, and you have like the masks and the gloves or whatever. Oh, we we got the masks and the gloves. I don't really I don't glove it because yeah, me neither. I feel like I got a glove more, but I got Clorox wipes I use all the time at the register. Mm-hmm. So I never like go through a pair of gloves, really. Yeah, I usually sweating. just like. I mean, I'm holding like the, the big like pizza paddle and like turning the pizzas oh, yeah. and stuff like that in the fire. So I don't That's really good. have to That's touch an important anything. Important job. Super awesome. It's probably a little hot. Oh, it's extremely hot. It's terrible. Nobody wants to do the oven for some reason, but like I like that's like my favorite thing at the job. It's like cooking pizzas, like shit. Usually the oven does that by itself. Yeah, this I got to up the oven. This is like an this is like a, a, a an old oven or something. What kind of oven needs help? Oh, this is a wood fire brick oven, my friend. That's Let awesome. me tell you, it's like all brick. It's like a, I don't know how to describe it. I describe the interior of it as like an igloo, like a little igloo that like like a, like a, like a toddler might be able to fit in. Yeah. But they wouldn't be able to stand up in. I can and you just like push like wood in the back, mm-hmm. catch it on fire, make a bunch of coals, mm-hmm. and like keep on feeding wood to it. But like, yeah, it pretty much heats up the coals in front of the fire. And is it exclusively for pizza? Uh, we cook French bread in there sometimes. We uh, used to make subs. We've since uh, shrunk down the menu. Yeah. But uh, I like that about pizza my work the shrinking of the menu it just means less things to do 
like complicated <laughs> stuff we don't have to do so it's nice yeah no it's definitely like because we've just like shrunk down like four or five pizzas and it's like shit these are easy like i don't really top them usually so i'm cooking them so do you uh, have to work it most days oh uh, yeah not a lot of hours though like five or six hours a day like i worked today four to eleven or oh, four to eleven yeah eleven to four <laughs> so like four to eleven yeah that's a... I, I, I just a big chunk in the center of the day which i guess is good to do something but it's really hot and the, the fire is outside so oh no uh, of course yeah that's gonna be too hot it's been really hot here the past few days yeah, you're in Pennsylvania right now. You're in, are you in Maryland right now? No, yeah, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I'm going to get uh, a beer real quick. Do you have a beer to get? An offer Actually, uh, so I uh, I was going to drink an orange Gatorade. Oh, yeah. But it expired in 2018. Oh, so it's probably... So uh, I dumped it out and I put vodka and... I read a mix. <laughs> nice. That's what that's what we're cooking with right now. Cool. I'm gonna go get a Corona. Oh shit. This is one. What's going to make it pretty Joe Rogan-ish? I feel like he's he's always drinking a beer on that. Always always drinking a beer, smoking a blunt. Joe Rogan, that's just like insane. Like The fact that this dude exists, or like the things that he, he's done, I guess, more. Like in UFC, Fear Factor. Yeah, those are like... He's, when, he, when he talks about fear factor, it's interesting because it's like he he didn't exactly it seemed to enjoy it, but like he did it for the money and mm -hmm. made the most out of it. And he said he was like high for pretty much every episode he filmed. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. And uh, he apparently didn't get into like smoking weed until he was thirty. Really, this is what he says too. Was he like a fighter? Yeah, before? he was like a when he was really young. I think before he even did mm -hmm. well, yeah, before he did comedy, he was like a state champion of Massachusetts for um, jujitsu. Yeah, jujitsu. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure. Okay, that makes sense now. How I got in the UFC. Yeah. <laughs> and just stuff. The closest window I got of Mark Marin's face. Mark Marin's got some face. But have you ever heard of the? Have you ever heard of the uh, the web series Red versus Blue? I think I've heard of it. What's it? I used to. It was like it's like. Oh fuck! What's the word? Machinima. Holy shit! Machinima. Okay. Anyways, it's like it was originally in the first Halo game. Like Halo Combat Evolved, and it was like, and uh, it was a mini, or it was a series that was filmed with gameplay footage of just like people, like you know, like they have guns and stuff that shooting each other in Halo, but like they have their guns pointed down, 
and they're just like moving up and down like this and just talking like and it's just like these characters like having like their their little little war but like it's like a comedy series about like kind of what they're talking about and shit like that but this was like hmm. early to yeah probably early 2000s when it came out oh, really? but it was like huge internet phenomenon it definitely sounds familiar i feel like i can recall hearing about it and like feeling like i missed it when i was hearing about it too because people would be like oh remember this i was like i never knew mm-hmm. what that was happening also never played halo even though people seem to love a lot of the halo games yeah i, I didn't play the early ones i just like get my toes in the newer ones i don't really know what it's like like massively popular show absolutely insane but the company that made it or like the people that made it started a company called rooster teeth and they started a rooster teeth podcast in like 2008 or so Hmm. like 2008 or 9 or something like that but uh it was the first and pretty much only uh podcast that i listened to this was like going through middle school and stuff like that sorry saw a plug over here (laughs) you're good podcasting is cool and then you listen to podcasts before i did yeah yeah like i was listening to like it every day like there were like when i was in middle school or something i think it was like middle school i had like an hour bus ride to school so i just like listened to an episode on the way to school like every day and like there were like 130 140 episodes by the time i was in middle school and i listened to like those like just like front to back front to back like two or three times like throughout middle school that's like valuable time like how many days you go to school in a year take the school bus for an hour that adds up to like a certain number of entire days on the bus several hundred uh, or several hundred hours for sure so that definitely had a profound impact on how i developed as a person i never did anything like that because i always lived like on the campus of the school until high school so that was just like (laughs) days of my life are just now instead of that they're just sleeping because I mm-hmm. just wake up right before mm-hmm. school. All the podcasts I could have listened to on the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like that's the big strength of podcasts, right? It's like there's a huge block of time in a lot of people's days that are spent doing like nothing really productive. Or it's like listening to music or whatever. Yeah. But you can use it to learn something. Wow. Something valuable about that. Podcast bachelor's degree. A bachelor's that. degree in podcasts. You, you only listen to podcasts and you like answer some like quiz questions or something about podcasts. That's the next division of the film, dance, and theater department. <laughs> film, dance, theater, and podcast. Oh, what's your comms project? Oh, yeah, you know. I got I to gotta listen to an entire series. And then I got to do my podcast. It's really hard just talking. No, I mean, like, of course, probably challenges in podcasts. But wouldn't that be nice instead of writing a thesis paper, just having, like, a really long podcast? <laughs> Not even, like, an investigation. Just, like, we're going to get stoned and play some video games and record it. That is that is the the comps project. You graduate summa cum laude after that, and you go on and make the most money any Kenyan alumni has ever made. 
You're Joe Rogan. That's how you do it. I don't get it. These TikToks these days. When did TikTok come about? You know? Dude, 2020, man. Yeah, this That's is popular. Perfect. It was like 29. Oh, yeah. No, I actually made a TikTok in early 2019, January of 2019. I made a TikTok and I have since deleted it. But got big this year. People who can have careers in TikToks. I feel like I read something that was like someone left school to pursue a career in TikToking or something. You know? Dude, that sucks. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that just sucks. That's crazy. What the, That's what people can yeah. make, you know, they're living off of making TikToks. Okay. Here's my take on TikToks, right? Or just like any and any like social media platform like that. Like I, I'd say like along those lines of like TikTok and Twitter, I think are like the most like dangerous to like society. I don't think people should be able to touch fame like that. Or like I don't think people should like have the potential to become famous. On that platform. I'm on the phone thing. What are you doing? Sorry, my sister's down <laughs> here. What's up? Oh, you're good. I wanted to say hi. Hi. Special guest on the podcast? Bridget. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. There goes Bridget. Sorry. Um. What, what, what? what lost track. I was just saying how dangerous I think oh, Twitter TikTok is. is. I didn't know. I didn't know if it's dangerous. I just think it's like it's just bad. Are there people <laughs> famous for just tweeting? I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, you can you can just like they're, they're like influencers and stuff yeah. like that. I guess like Instagram, Instagram has it too, too. But like, yeah. there's like there there are famous Twitter accounts, which is like I guess like comedians and stuff like that. Because yeah, generally like a person like. If someone posts a really fire tweet, that, that's just like their one like that's their one and done. That's their uh, really moment in the spotlight. That's but how like, you. It's, it's just all it is, or like well, a lot of the time, like a lot of time people are just like tweeting to like say funny stuff. But people like I don't think it's good to like have a platform where people create on it just to become like famous. Or something. It's like I don't know. I, I'm just thinking of like a specific example. Where like there's a, a person in my hometown, right, that I went to high school with. She was a year under me, so she's like a college first year now. But she, she sent a Snapchat to like probably like 30, 40 guys on her Snapchat list, and it was just like a selfie, and it was the uh, the caption "Wanna fuck?" question mark and you know, like, uh, 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 she's she's a good-looking fella. You know, she, she's uh, a very fella. popular girl. Yeah, feller, yeah. felly. I don't know. Uh, so, uh, as one would expect, she gets a lot of replies. She just screenshots every single one of these replies, and she puts it in a TikTok. Like, and it's just like that's insane. That like she just exposes all these guys. Yeah. Okay. To be fair, that is one of the more elaborate TikToks. You know, a I, I think that's the extent. Or not, that, that's that's like the that's like what you can go to. That yeah. those are the that's the lengths that people go but to. Like pretty terrible. Clap yeah. all that for a drop of clap, like for real. Yeah. Unreal. How can they take? How how can so many people take something called TikTok seriously too? And when it came out, I was like, what's the difference between this and a Vine? Well, it's just a, a couple seconds of video, you know, right? 
You're making a um, little thing. This is just Vine, Vine disappeared, resurrected, and called TikTok, which is like a worse name too. It's just what man. Vine was time for it to catch on to. TikTok, like, the world's you, ending. You know, obviously. Do you remember the uh, the ads for TikTok like last year? Like probably like a yeah. I feel like that's how I learned about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're just shoving like these ads down your throat, and you're just like thinking like this is never gonna blow yes, up. Yes, like, exactly. Gosh. I'm like this isn't gonna work, and then all of a sudden, and it's like yeah, and, and, and then something happens. Yeah, uh, TikToks. What's the deal with TikToks and Twitters and the Instagrams and? So, you know, that was that's funny how, like, thinking about getting famous through Twitter, just coming up with good tweets, that mm-hmm. would be just, like, coming up with quotes, you know? You're, you're now the, the philosopher of the time, at least how um, um, Fiona Apple said, like, what was she thought philosophers, when she was a kid, she thought philosophers were just people who came up with quotes, so, because she would have, <laughs> like, a collection of quotes or something in a book. And be mm-hmm. like, okay, philosophers just that's what she wanted to do. She's like, I'll just think up quotes, become a philosopher. Quotations. That's what a good tweeter, Twitter, tweeterer is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's literally that. It's, it's kind of crazy to think about that. Because like it's just the quotes. It's not like the pages and pages of text between those quotes, right? Mm-hmm. Honestly, that stuff's the stuff that makes it confusing too, you know? <laughs> If you oh, could just sum it up like, in a quote. The thesis. Nice. Yeah. I think therefore I am. Oh yes. I feel Very like smart. a lot of nonfiction writers, at least today, admit that like, you know, they could write a pamphlet, but no, where did I hear this? I don't know. Someone was talking about I was listening to something where it's like you get the gist of a book sometimes reading like the first thirty pages because there's a lot of fluff around it because that's how they <clears> get a book deal. It's like they kind of have to repeat themselves a lot on certain topics to make a book out of it. Which I'm like, yeah, it seems true in some cases because sometimes I will be reading for something and it's just like, this is all the same stuff. I feel like none of these, like, because you have to go in there with your highlighter and highlight the important points. Why can't we just have... Because I was just looking at your Twitter. It said, don't assume it leads to assumptions. What is that quote from? But it's Jerry right Seinfeld. Right, right, right. From right. the from Seinfeld. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, because I'm like, I've heard this before. It's in quotations. Was, that applies to the, the 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 topic, though. But, I mean, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you want to try not to assume unless, you know, it's just you got to gauge what evidence you're going to trust, too. Like, I don't know. And what you're going to interpret as, like, bad, too. Like, you can go back in time, look at those tweets, and be like, damn, this makes me mad. But also, like, it was, like, how many years ago? And, you know, maybe a totally Who is this person, person that said this? Yeah. Like, what are the, what are they now? Do you think mm-hmm. they're so bad? If yeah, you, you ask know. them. You don't know. Conversation with them. Yeah, like, you don't know. Like, so, like, who are you to, to say? I'll tell you who you are. You're just some random face. Like, you're just, like, some, just, like, anonymous person on the internet that is just, like, Try and just like tear somebody down because you just don't like another yeah, aspect. Yeah, of that's you. the thing. So the and internet also just ass. gives a platform to absolutely everyone who is mm-hmm. on the internet. You know, Twitter. Fuck that shit. Yeah. 
this brings it this brings it back around that's the theme of the podcast f twitter f twitter i had to i had to i was distracted for a moment because it looks like on this the uh what the thing i'm using is called anchor zoom the podcast anchor yeah um it stopped recording after half an hour and i'm It's, and then I, I read it. I read it. It's, it turns out you can only record up to 30 minutes on this on Anchor. And I'm, I, I'm going to, I started recording again on Anchor and I can edit these together. There's mm-hmm. just going to be like a drop that, like, we lost a good chunk of cool conversation, probably. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. But it's, this, this is like exactly, this is like, this, this is, is insane. Figuring it out. Just connecting, you know, it's like what you were saying at the very beginning. Like, it might not work. Some of the best conversations. Oh, yeah. You were saying that, though, too. Like, we were agreeing with that, I think. We both agree. Of course. It's kind of obnoxious if you're having a great conversation and you're just like, let's record this. See, you can't do that. Yeah. (laughs) Because then the conversation turns into nothing. It's just like, yes. Like, okay, well, we have the recorder on. What were we talking about again? (laughs) I used to, I don't know, this might be bad, but, like, I used to, like, record stuff, like, at college. I don't know if you knew, like, sometimes, not, like, a lot of things, but sometimes at the table, I would just start recording stuff. Yeah. And I have, like, a half hour of, like, some Pierce conversation between Eric and Tommy. That's just hilarious. Like, I have that. I have, like, there was one time I met someone, like... Ben Dorfman and I were like hanging out, smoking a joint or something outside of Mather. And this guy just walked up to us and started talking to us. He was on the football team, I think. But he just walked up and started like talking to us about all sorts of stuff, mostly like the problems with Kenyon. And like, he was Was he hammered or something? Yeah, I think he was. He must have been. It was a. It was like a weekend, but yeah, yeah kind definitely. Of thing, yeah. But like we, we talked for such a long time, and I recorded a lot of it, and it was just crazy. I, it, it was like, and Ben knew about it too. Ben Dorfman like knew I liked like we, I was recording stuff, and, I, and we would be like, oh man, let's listen to this, you know, like or, or like what are you recording this? That's crazy. This is a crazy because as it was happening, we're just like, what is happening? Who is this guy who just came <laughs> up to us, started talking to us? That's hilarious, dude. I had a, I had a similar experience like that to that last semester, like fall semester. I was just walking to the new apps like on a Wednesday night during finals week. Wednesdays, crazy on finals yeah. week. No, yeah. It was finals. It was really weird. But like, there's just this fucking random ass dude, right? Just like comes up to me. It's like midnight. He's like, yo, where are you going? <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to the new ass, bro. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. Okay. Like, like no matter, no matter. Like, I, I didn't mean to like, you know, like, like, uh, like come up to you or anything like that. But he just, he just keeps on talking. He just keeps on talking. He's like, oh, what's your name? Mine's Ben. Oh, your name's Ben too. And he like goes like, oh my, Ben Ben connection. You know, this man is a Ben. It, it's ridiculous. Do you like, know like what what does he look like? Have you seen him before, or was he a new person? The, I had never seen him before, and I have oh, and I I had never seen him before that, and I have never seen him since then. But okay, well, first his name is Ben Hardy. Have you ever heard or Ben Handy? Have you heard of this guy? I don't think so. Okay. This dude's a sophomore. So he's my 
He's in my your year. year. And he's just te- he just goes into this story. Yeah, he's in my year. He's just walking down like he like he, I I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't I wasn't engaging with him. He just starts telling me the story. He's just regaling me on like what happened like the previous day. This guy, first off, he lives in the village in apartment. So he lives above the VI. Oh wow, that's it, okay. What is it like up there? What? Yeah, like I mean, I'm like I'm in the same year as you, and I live in Mather. How did he get that? This okay. Also, I should mention this guy was wearing khakis and a blazer on a Wednesday night at midnight. So, <laughs> you're like, that's yeah, it. I mean, of course he lives in the VI apartment, right? Like, yeah. What the heck is he a part it's, of a elite fraternity? It has to be, has to be. But anyways, he's just telling me the story about like how his roommate in the VI apartment is like he didn't know him that well and how he like kind of backstabbed him. He was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so um like Campo just randomly came into our apartment and he found uh they found lines of Ritalin on my desk. And like and, and I I just want to tell you, like there's no way that happened. Like that was natural because they were like, I put them in like under, like in, in the desk. Like I didn't put them on the desk. They had to take them out or something. So first of all, he's like, okay, yeah, this happened. And I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. But like, he's like, and like second off, that's what they found because I just want to say like last night, me and the boys were doing <laughs> all night and they didn't catch any of that. They were what so, all night? They're doing blow all night. <laughs> so that's like, are you seeing, does he think Redlands blow or actually cocaine? They no, doing? they're they're doing coke and okay. like, and then like they Campo like decided Wednesday night is Redland, you know, or Tuesday night technically, I guess. Oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know, but like, but like, see here, like the thing is, like, it's. I mean, this is just ridiculous. Like, first off, he just like, like the most quotable thing ever. He said, "Me and the boys doing blow all night." That's like that's just epic. <laughs> yeah, first yeah, off. yeah. Second off, and he's like, just like. Listen, 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 listen. Just, just bend a bend here. Bend a bend here. Just, just be careful about who you, who you room with, like who you live with. And I'm like, I mean, I'm pretty cool with my roommate. He's like, I know you are. I know he's cool. (laughs) But just watch out. And I'm like, okay, dog. See you later. And like, I never see this guy ever again. Oh man. (laughs) It's the that's the stupidest shit that's ever happened to me again. This was a midnight on a wet during finals week. But what a good story. And a it's good it was, quote. It's hilarious. Those are good people to have around, I guess. You know. I mean we need our Ben Handys out there to, to take the the brunt of the blame of things. And Ben's then, coming in yeah. handy. Yeah. One day I'll be like, Ben, do you remember me? You were doing blow with your boys all night. I need your help. Yes, Ben. And the Ben head ass shit. Head ass. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna try uh for a second I'm trying to find uh an app to record longer than just thirty minutes. Is there like a recorder on a Mac desktop? Do you know Macs to have like recording devices? You know, it's not that important. I'll just start recording again in 20 minutes. There's a lot of Ben's who go to Kenyon, huh? There are a lot of Ben's at Kenyon. Dwarf Do- there are like four Ben's on the team, or three Ben's on the team. I really miss Ben Bratzler. I, I know. Dude, I, I need to email this guy back. We had like 
I emailed him and then he emailed me. Mm-hmm. And then I just forgot to email him back. <laughs> so I should email him back this summer. What, what were you guys emailing about? Uh, I, I mean, I emailed him last or fall semester asking like how, you know, whatever was going uh, abroad. Yeah. And like, I talked about a couple of like common interests we have. And he like emailed me back and he was like, damn, damn, this, this guy's just like, he's just grooving out here in Rome. He was like talking about how he just like went to the market every day and like got like fresh produce and shit and like made noodles and stuff. I'm like, Dude, this is your life. Like, I'd be going to Pierce. Is this is this when he was in? Uh, where was he? Exactly. Rome. Rome. Okay. Rome. Yeah. Did he go he to Denmark? Denmark. Denmark. Yeah. I knew he was he going to Denmark. For a little bit, I assume. For a little mm-hmm. bit. Or, yeah. Yeah, but now he's back in New Mexico. Oh man. He's hanging this, with the dangers. It's an absolute mystery. So sick. He's yeah, he's got the mystique, a cool mystique about him. He's also just mm-hmm. super nice, like incredible. super nice guy, super nice guy. Mm. He's, yeah, he plays there, the yeah. Ba- he plays the keys. We might need. He plays the keys. Yeah, he plays the jazz piano, kind of like Are you uh, like any piano. He's taking my spot as Jane. Okay, I gotta get on the guitar more than. Yeah, we'll, we'll all. What? Just you know, multi instrumental. Oh, for sure. What's the uh, tambourine? What, what's the deal with jazz guitar or blues guitar? More like, is like that, just is, is that a thing? Is that a thing? Is yeah. that a thing? I mean, do people I, like like fuck around on the blues scale with guitar a lot? Yeah, like there's a yeah, there's a blues scale. I think like yeah, there's a blues scale. What is? But, Oh, here's the blue scale. I, I, I'm actually sitting next to uh, I can't right now. This is the blue scale in C. That's it. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, I think I know that one. That's like it's it's only was it five keys? I think there are several like there are blues versions of blues uh, like mixes around a little of the minor mm-hmm. and major keys for like you know there's like a minor major and then a blues. It's mm-hmm. fun to play along with like like there's YouTube videos of like a uh, blues uh, an A minor soundtrack and you can just try improvising over that just like play some back really? track yeah. Have you been doing that? I've done it a little bit. Yeah. It's fun for the guitar. Yeah. I haven't played along with anything. I don't think I, I need to do that. Yeah. That's a good way to like, you know, kind of get a, you know, a feel in for like jamming, I guess. Mm-hmm. Try and find some rhythm. I'm not the best at rhythm. Yes. I, I think I'm all right at rhythm, but it's just like, I'm not good at the other stuff, like the notes yet. The notes. We'll, we'll get there. And like the quickest, I, I can't hit, I can't hit the shit quick. If you get a uh, rhythm, just try getting on the drums. Like, okay, I'm not that good at rhythm. I can keep a beat, but yeah. not like, like I, I need, I need something with me, like to. There are a lot of really good drum beats that aren't like super complicated, mm-hmm. you know. Like I guess you can True. make drumming super fancy, but also it can be really cool and not super complicated too. Mm-hmm. Have you seen those like those like little like just like boxes? They're like these like drum boxes 
or whatever. Like, yeah, you like sit wooden boxes and, you sit on and tap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's like at all like the small millennium millennial pinks concerts, like Ben <laughs> Bromley was always just sitting on one of those. And like my roommate used one as a, uh, Aiden used one as a, uh, nightstand. And it's just like play it at all. He, he's a, he's a drummer in like oh, a band. Really? Aiden is. Yeah. Yeah. He was a drummer in, uh, like a, a band with some high school guys, I think. Wait, can like, we get so, him in the band? Can you what? convince him to play in a band? He's a swimmer, but I mean, yeah, I could talk I guess, to him. Yeah. I, I could talk. Like, like, talking yeah, out of talk swimming. I could talk to him. Yeah, yeah. That's like, that'd be useful. A drummer. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, there are probably numerous drummers anyway, hanging around. Or like blossoming drummers. Like several yeah, people... Was- Take the class. Aiden's extremely music. He, like he's really good at the piano too. Wait, so like I never this... knew that. Wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is he? Why is he swimming? He should be playing beautiful music. Like if you have the option of like playing a sport or playing in a band, like what? It just doesn't Dude, seem like much. Of why a... not both? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's what we're gonna be doing. Yeah. Yeah. If that's even like a possibility to. Uh... It's a possible. I'm, I'm not even like I'm not like thinking big. I'm not thinking band. I'm thinking like I just I want to jam. Yeah, I wanna, yeah. It's a jam. That's all too. I want. Like to be honest, to like, play music with people. Yeah, I used to hear stories of like the teachers I liked in high school were also friends. They went to Kenya, you know, but they told mm-hmm. stories of when they lived in like some big house with a bunch of other friends from Kenya, and each night they'd have like a fire outside and they'd all play music together. I don't know about each night, but like a lot. And that's like, that's just mm-hmm. nice. You know, everyone jamming mm-hmm. together, playing music. True. I know it's really early. It's definitely way too early to think about it. But were you planning on being on campus next summer or not? Or like doing something else? I mean, yeah, I don't have any plans. I think it'd be cool too. like, yeah, I'd want to be on. I love being on the campus in the summer. And then like, when's that going to happen again too? You know, can True. go do other stuff. That'll be our last summer on campus or as Kenyan mm. students. Oh, yeah, Thanks. true. Yeah, I definitely want to be there then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I already, like, I signed up to do summer science next summer just because I got canceled this summer. So, so I that, don't have to plan for next summer, which is very good. Mm. But it, also... It would be nice, though, if I did find some cool internship, though. I might, like... Oh. If I had a chance to go somewhere that I'd never been before, maybe. But I don't know if that, like, I'm not someone who has been very outgoing with the internship applications. So. Yeah, no, I definitely feel that. My parents were trying to push me to get an internship, and I like called some places, and the, some some of the places picked up, and they turned me down mm-hmm. because, like, I mean, I was calling them in May about summer internships, but like, I don't know. I haven't been like extremely gung ho about that. Yeah, internships are so annoying. Just like the idea of them too, because everyone else is getting the big fancy internship, and you're just like, shit, I gotta pick up this slack. I had like, you know, I'm not doing good enough, you know, well enough. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. like some people, like all you know, the people I want, like I don't know, like I hear stories of people coming up and doing things, and it takes them a while to find their groove and like find their passion or like. You know, they mess around mm-hmm. and then like all, all the stories on like Marin and Rogan's podcast of people moving to Hollywood and figuring it out. It just takes forever. But if they go to Hollywood and they work 
and want to do something like that's what I would want to do. Get an internship in like LA for movies or something. But like mm-hmm. also I'd like just to go there and just figure it out from the ground up and kind of struggle a lot because that's like where a lot of the cool, like, you know, b- the humble beginnings kind of come up. It's like, yeah, we live like Danny, you know, Danny McBride. Yeah. He's hilarious. Uh, he's, I love that guy. I started I watching that guy. Yeah. Bound and Down with him and it's hilarious. Wait, wait, is it Eastbound and Down? I think so, yeah. The baseball. Was that the baseball show? Yeah. It's so, Was it a movie or a TV show? It's a TV show. A show. Yeah, it's a short show. Like oh, I like forgot about that. Yeah, I watched that. I, for a season. Up on Amazon. What's the uh, Kung Fu show? The movie. There's one where he's like a Taekwondo instructor. Fuss Fit Way. You mean that one? Was Fuss Fit Way, yeah. Yeah, that's a short movie that's also – I just watched that too, which was really funny. But the Danny McBride is on Marin's podcast talking about like how he came out to Hollywood and like, you know, he just like he and his buddies moved there from college and they like he moved like back home after a couple years and then back to Hollywood and like went back and forth before mm-hmm. even getting successful with Foot Fist Way, which was like the big one that he wrote and made with like his friend he went to college with. North Carolina School of the Arts, like he went to school with the director. So that's like cool mm-hmm. that they were in college together and then they're actually making real things together because that guy also directed Eastbound and Down, Jody Hill. Oh. So they like always been collaborate collaborators mm-hmm. since college. I'm like, that's that crazy. sounds like a cool like working relationship. Cause that's the dream mm-hmm. for me. If I can like go do something mm-hmm. fun and creative with people. In mm-hmm. sunny California, <laughs> some some Matt Damon, Ben Affleck type shit. Oh yeah, that's that is the dream, right? Those there. guys, those guys are cool, but um, like I mean, they have yeah, cool careers, but I think they were like child actors too for a long time. They would go out. Oh, oh yeah, they, oh yeah, never mind. I, okay, I take that back. No, oh, but like they oh, definitely oh, had to struggle before they had big oh, careers. Yeah. Like I think. That was both their big break was uh, writing Goodwill Hunting and acting. Yeah, yeah. And that's such a good movie too. I love that movie. Robin Williams with the perfect amount of uh, comedy and drama. It's like right true, true, true. here behind me. Yeah, there it is. These are my movies behind me. There's like a. There's yeah, that's a lot of show. fucking movies. I wonder if I've watched that amount of movies. I've been good trying question. to. Uh, I've been trying to figure out how many movies I've watched in my life, and I have an app that I'm able to, uh, like, just click on movies and like, you know, hit them as watched. The Letterboxed <clears throat> app is like a diary for movies, but you can also just click on something and say you've watched it at some point in your life. And like, I've been <clears throat> on that app so much <clears throat> that I've like have like. Um, I've like checked off like seven, uh, 1700 movies at least I've seen in my life. I know. Like, I'll just go through and I'll be like, I've seen that. I've seen that. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Holy shit. I think, I think I'm proud though, because I like getting, I like when I add a movie or when I go on there and I find a movie that I haven't like added, I'm like, oh, I've seen this. I should put it in my scene like list or whatever. But it's good to be passionate about something. 
it's also strange because that's how I like I will look back on my movie diary kind of on that app and be like, oh, I remember this time of my life several months ago when I watched this movie and kind of go back in time because I've been watching movies <laughs> like pretty much every day. So it's like it's a diary of sorts for like all of life because I have so many memories associated with the day I watched a certain movie. Interesting. I don't know if that's good or not, too. It's kind of weird. I got to stop doing it because it's like I'll just scroll back and back and like I'll relive the past kind of through it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. It's kind of sick, though. Kind of sick, though. Yeah, it's interesting. The movie Pie. Movie Pie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was logging. I logged that. Higley Theater. Higley Auditorium. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know what happened before or after that, but I know we watched Pie. Yeah, true. I don't remember either. I just remember being like, this movie is almost a nightmare. This is just like so disturbing. But And looks in the sky. Were you there when we watched Man from Earth? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was good. That was That was really fun. That's a good memory in the apartment. That's a good Will Oakley being like, hmm, interesting. Well, do you remember watching Pineapple Express in that same apartment? Um, okay, let me just say I don't remember a single detail from that. Danny movie. McBride is in that. I'm like, guys, okay. you just don't like Danny McBride as much as me. I like Danny McBride. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot in Hot Rod. Oh he, yeah, he, somebody I know from my childhood. So it's mm-hmm. like really like. Oh, that's, that's yeah. He's so but, but, funny though in Pineapple okay. Express. There's just I don't know. Man. I might have been too far. Yeah, you guys were too high. I just I, I, oh 100. Dude, I spent 28 or 26 or 27 dollars on pizza. <laughs> I, mean, I do remember that. That's actually a good memory. Like that's the memory. that's the major like memory from that. Yeah, because it's like that was a lie. I mean, you talked about it like afterwards a couple times too. Like extremely disappointed myself. <laughs> shameful that that movie is funny danny mcbride so funny in that that's like top danny mcbride honestly have you seen this is the end where they all play themselves danny mcbride is also super good in that because he just like shows up in slow motion like he just wakes up in like a bathtub or something after Mm -hmm. like everyone else is like you know figured out the end of the world is happening and then i think uh cypress hill's when the shit goes down, starts playing as he like slow motion, like enters the room. It's awesome. That's a, that's the thing about Eastbound and down. That's there's like so much slow motion of Danny McBride entering places to a cool song, but it's so funny. Cause it's like, obviously this is a big joke, you know? Yeah. He's just like going to a baseball practice oh or whatever. Gosh. And he like, he just like swears so much in front of like, you know, middle schoolers just like this is the most inappropriate things, and still has somehow has like a heart kind of. It somehow shines through at some point. It's like he's a terrible person in that show, but man, you know, it's kind of sick. All right. So I went on a a night run today. And you were you said that's that's epic, and I'm I'm like yeah I guess it is epic because I'm not running at night because I'm like I'm gonna go on a night run. It's like I've put it off until dark. And now <laughs> now I have to go run in the night. That's funny. But uh, night running is fun though when you can like 
I don't know. I need to get one of those headlamps. I think I'd do it more. Mm-hmm. Especially in this heat. It's like... Oh, yeah. my gosh, yeah. I have to run as, like, you know, yeah, when it's... At least the sun is going down. I'll have to. Because mm-hmm. it's too hot. Yeah, I ran at 4, like, 30 today. It's it was just Yeah. Like, I, I got off work, and I was like, fuck, I gotta run. But, uh... I have a friend I ran with in high school that I'm gonna I'm, I'm running with. Oh, that's nice. I I really I haven't yeah. I haven't been doing the quarantine thing as strongly as some people have been doing. Yeah, I mean it's getting to a place where it's like yeah I don't know it's really conflicting. Mm-hmm. Also, like, yeah, my county has like twenty twenty five cases right now, which is like is that a lot uh, or a little? No, it's yeah. it's very low. I wonder how so much my like, county. Is. I'm not extremely stressed about it. But like, yeah. also, I do have to be careful about things. Got to wear the mask. Yeah. At at work and then stores and stuff like that. But I don't know. Very. I. Yeah. I, I I've I've been thinking a lot. Just like or just like being home, like on quarantine or like from school and stuff like that. Like and being alone a lot. Just like thinking. It was just like something I don't really do that much because I'm already, I'm usually doing things rather than thinking, but like I've been thinking a ton. I was, I was going to ask if you've been doing that, but I feel like you've been doing that like since like last year, because like you've just been like just chilling at home. Thinking so like, like you know, about what anything's, what do you mean thinking? Exactly? Just, just, just thinking about things. I don't know. It's weird. Like I was like, I mean, just like, just generally just like values that you want to like kind of carry through your entire life. Yeah. That's like kind of like a, that's a, that, that's, that's something that came up recently. I was like, I was watching the fucking uh, commencement speech that uh, Barack Obama gave. And like most of the time, those kind of things, just like you just like listen to him. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah. What, what, whatever. But he was like, he was just like saying something. He was like, he mentioned something about like, you have to like, create like somehow creating your own values or like you know like establishing values for yourself that you want to live by yeah. and like i realized that i've actually never really done that and i don't really have like explicit values that i want to live by and like yeah. kind of like define not define yourself by that but defining like the way you live by like like not a set of, a set of is like a real is like something that I just like I just haven't had the time to think about. I think I've had a lot of time to think about like stuff like that. I haven't come to any conclusions. <laughs> yeah, but, this is a part of our lives. I think we're building a lot, or we're finding stuff out. I don't know. Like it's hard to like define values for yourself to carry out through the rest of your life, and we're only like you know twenty or twenty one or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe we gotta get more time under mm-hmm. ourselves, like under our belt. Things are definitely ever changing, and yeah. I'm very malleable to my surroundings. So, are you thinking about like values in terms of like during the coronavirus? What are you gonna do to like think mm-hmm. you're doing the right thing to deal with this virus? Not really that much because, like, I mean, I I just like I know what to do. And I know what I'm doing. And I know what I'm not doing. So it's just like, well, like that. This is this is an interesting thought too, because like I just, I mean, I go to work like a day, and like I, I have a friend from work that like 
is a, is a close friend of mine. So I like hang out with his friend sometimes. And I'm like, well, I mean, I work with him all the time. So like if I hang out with them, it's not really much of a difference, but it's still like doing something non-essential that is like, like I'm, I'm putting myself in contact with people that I don't live with. Yeah. Like a non-essential setting. But then again, like people talk about like how essential like their jobs are, but like, obviously like some people's like essential jobs are more essential than others. And like, not, I'm not talking about like in like the grand scheme of like society, but like the, how essential it is for this person to work that job is like me personally, like I don't have to work. Like, I mean, I'm like a, I'm a dependent. I could live in my parents' house and just like freeload this summer, which like, they probably wouldn't like. I mean, I I wouldn't like either. Every parent's dream. Yeah, exactly. No. But it's just like, I mean, I feel like, like I don't really need to do this. So I'm just like, like I'm putting more value in, like being an independent person and making my own money than I am in the safety of you know me and my family and yeah. stuff like that and like just like a community in general. Like that is something that I'm doing and that's something that I accept that I'm doing. And then when I, you know, hang out with my friend or something like that, it's just like blatant disregard for all of that. I'm just saying, fuck it. I'm going to hang out with this friend just because, you know, cause like I, I, I want to socialize with somebody. Yeah. And I don't like, I, I'm weighing the risks and stuff like that. It's just like, well, like this isn't actually like very much of a problem here at, in my county. Yeah. I'm going to like, you know, you know, be careful around like, you know, public space and like that, but I'm not going to like completely cut myself off from everybody that like, like a lot of people I don't know how to, but like, just like I hang out with this friend and I run with another friend. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I don't know. It's it's not the worst deal. And it's like a good deal too for you. Like the more than some people. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like, I'm in a, in a, in a big like place of privilege right now. Yeah. It's like, I get to make these decisions. I get to make these decisions for myself. Yeah. But it's just like, it's a hard time to do it. Cause like there was a time not too long ago where like, I feel like maybe even me would like be so upset by that idea of like being around people, like non-essential people at the time of like mm-hmm. perceived crisis. Like this is like the pandemic and like, we got to all like take it seriously and think yeah. think about our own needs, but like the needs of like people who are you know gonna you know get hurt. Mm-hmm. Everything like that's risky about it, and it's just like I don't know. It's such a weird time, you know. I don't know what to say about it. It's a really, really weird time because it's just like going to work right now and just being like, oh, and just like seeing like groups of people like going out and just eating like, you know, lunch yeah. or dinner at the winery and just hanging out with each other. Like nothing's like happening. It's just like, yeah, so much is happening right now. It's like, what, are yeah. you, what the hell? Like, yeah, like, this I, is crazy. Like this I, is insane. Yeah. Like, I just can't believe this is happening. I still don't know. I was like, that's one of the things I was like, I was talking to someone about it, going back to work. I mean, I talked about it with like my mom is like, okay, should I go back to work? And she's like, yeah, it's good to make money. But I'm like, seriously, this is like, you know, not the, I, I don't know, going back to work, the idea of it was like, it just felt like I shouldn't be doing this. This is like exactly everything. Like I'm, you know, what I'm perceiving is like, we shouldn't be 
going to like around people and the government's like letting us open things up but the government's like you know we're we're not like trusting donald trump a lot right now and like the decisions of like things to like rush we don't want to rush things like there's this idea that we're like we might be rushing it too much and like we want to be like wary and doing the right thing but like people need to make money like it's a small business this coffee shop i don't want my boss to go out of business because then i don't have a job Mm -hmm. yeah it's definitely like there's a lot there's a lot a lot a lot a lot of factors in this and i think what i i don't know i I think a lot of things but like (laughs) something that i've been noticing is just like people on instagram like just like kind of or first off like this is an issue. This is like a, like a public health issue that is yeah. becoming a political issue, and that shouldn't happen. Like, I, I don't, yeah. that's pretty bad, but it's become a political issue, and it's like it's become again, like kind of right versus the left, you know, like it's, yeah, it's, it's, the right wants to like go back to work, and the left's like stay inside, but like so that's so divided, and it's not even this is, that's, even but that's like what the media like, a topic yeah, that should be that to. divided, you know, like I'm yeah. politically divided. Hold on, I'm just gonna let my cat in real quick, that's fine. And actually, I'm going to pee outside really quickly. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just edit that out. I've always wanted to hear. Now, my bladder is full to the brim. I haven't, I haven't drank, like, two beers in a while. But I'm like kind of doing it just for the sake of, like, up, like being conversational almost. You know, I kind of just had these beers. I'm just like, I'll, I'll put it. I'll, I'll drink them. Like, you know, this is like a good reason to drink beer. I think <laughs> there's a reason. Something that like I'm like I'm looking forward to a lot, which like I shouldn't be looking forward to that much. But like it's just like I feel like I'm looking forward to it. It's just like. Drinking beers with the boys, you know, just yeah. like some that friends backing nice. up and some brewskis. I think the first time I ever felt like like very casual about like drinking beer with the boys was that summer when we were just like hanging out a lot, like all of us. Yeah. Like at, before that, it was always like a Saturday night or something. Like it's a party. Exactly. Drunk. It's like and then going to a party, we're getting crunk. Yeah. But that it's more relaxing. And I feel like my experience with weed is more like not alcohol is like where I'm casual, like just like, let's smoke a joint. It's a weekday. Let's just go like hang out or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. But then that Mm -hmm. summer it was like, kind of like, we're just going to drink beers and hang out and also smoke weed. But you know, (laughs) yeah, like that was, it was fun. Cause like alcohol brings out kind of a a different side of me. And I like, it's like, it's fun. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely pretty sick. I don't think I ever got drunk before. Okay, maybe that's not true. Maybe I got drunk once before college, but that was probably mm-hmm. it. And coming to college and getting drunk on the first weekend with like a bunch of cross-country people blew my mind. It's one of the things I will probably never forget, even though it was just, just so, like super epic. It was so epic. Yeah. <laughs> was like I went to a party at the at the track shack, you know, Mm-hmm. 
which unfortunately I guess you'll never see unless maybe on some, like somehow if we could get the same track shack, that'd be cool. Maybe like there's a 0% chance of that. Okay. Well, (laughs) it was a cool new app and I remember going there. Actually, the first time we ever went there was the 12 at 12, you know, which was so much fun. Just like that was such Mm -hmm. an exciting thing. I was so bummed. Like we didn't get to do it again because it was like, It was exciting because, like, it was unexpected (laughs) and everyone's, like, in a group. And it was, like, really – it wasn't – it's, like, I don't know how it could be hazing because it felt good to, like, you know – it was funny. To be a part of that. It was nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was not – That's what – that's what hazing is. Like, it's, like, I personally am for – that kind of haze. Yeah, cause, but that doesn't even seem like hazing, the negative hazing that, you know. Yeah, you and it's about. not. It's yeah. like you run like what? Like one mile, one yeah. and a half miles? Barely anything. And, yeah. Like, <laughs> We're cross-country runners. It's like it's nothing. <laughs> this yeah, is it, like just a little blip on the, you know, whatever. Yeah. But we wound up. We like, we're going to run 12 miles at midnight and we're like and they're like freshmen go set the pace so it's like me paul and steven and you know <laughs> who else maybe ben dorfman thomas wasn't there he like was at a hotel unfortunately but paul was like paul was so snarky i remember thinking that i'm like this guy's snarky you know i didn't know what to think <laughs> of paul you know but we and then and then the four of us i think it was like four of us running in the front of the pack and everyone else is behind us. Like Andrew Wedekin has a huge speaker, just like playing music <laughs> and carrying a huge speaker in the middle of the night. Ready. And then Vince and Tommy are like, okay, you guys are actually setting a pretty okay pace. You know, like not like last year. Cause we were, what was the pace? we were running to, I don't know. It, it wasn't that fast. Cause they said it was going to be like 12 miles. So I think we were like, you know, like we should take this a little easy. But we wound up at the tracks, not before, actually. You know the story about running into the sheriff? No. Like, we went down. Apparently, we were going to go down onto the uh, – oh, shit. I'm going to take you with me as I feed my cat real quick. Um, right. But um, we were going down to the Gap Trail. Maybe we were going to mm-hmm. run on it a little bit. And the sheriff was down there by the CAC. And we all stopped and Vince went to go talk to the sheriff because he was like parked right next to the gap trail. Or I don't know why he would go talk to him. I don't like wh- how did that even become an idea? You know, <laughs> the sheriff is right there. We were going to try and go on the gap trail. And we were all like waiting somewhere as Vince went up to the sheriff. And then he came back and Vince was just like, run, run. And we all just started running the opposite direction. And apparently he talked to the sheriff a little bit. I don't know what they said, but he came back. Is the sheriff cool about it or something? I don't think he was cool because he came back and Vince was just like, start running, run, run, run. It's fucking awesome. But we ended up at the track shack and Ben Weinberg and Eric and everybody were just like, this is the track shack. We're going to be spending a lot of time here this year (laughs) or something, you know, (laughs) like hopefully we'll all be able to hang out here a lot. And, you know, it was like really cool. It was like, all right, I'm so I'd never been a part of anything like that in my life. And it was awesome. Mm -hmm. And then the first party, like I showed up really early, (laughs) like no one was there. I showed up and Eric answered the door and Eric is like the nicest guy ever. And we just, you know, he's like, he's like starts, he's like, you want to play? Um, what do you want? What do you want? 
<laughs> we start to play chess, like drinking chess. And so, like, every time I lose a piece or he loses a piece, we have to take a shot. And, oh, my God. <laughs> And we did that until, like, the party started. But that's, like, that was a really fun memory. Like, me and Eric just taking shots and uh, and uh, playing chess. I He totally beat me. I totally was really drunk before anything started. <laughs> but yeah, it was awesome. fun. And so, like, everything, people started showing up. And that party got, like, really sweaty and we're jumping around because it's, like, an upper... You know, it was like that one over the summer, like you guys had, like an upper floor new app. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, we just like went on like a huge, like a huge exodus across campus to, um, to, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And that's just the coolest course, thing. Of course. Like going to the all campus at okay. Oh, so much fun. Just walking drunkenly with a bunch of people going up that hill from the new apps, that crooked, like little sidewalk. Oh, God, I hate this sidewalk. No, show. I remember it. That's like a drunken memory for me, walking up that sidewalk, like the blood rushing, you know, just like, we're, yeah. we're drunk. We're going to the old K party. Oh, I dude, no that's, that's the best feeling in Canyon College. Yeah, honestly, that's what I mean. Drunk, I'm going to old K. I've been like just so, I don't know, this year I've like totally forgotten about that, but like that's awesome. That's like one of my favorite parts mm. of my life. This year I've just been doing like, Nothing really that exciting, you know, on terms of that, you know. I haven't gotten drunk with people at all this year. The goal is next next year, school year, we have to recreate that feeling. Yeah, definitely. We've got to. We've got to be really just like we have – the thing I love about cross-country, the tradition of cross-country to me is just being like a cool, welcoming community. And I mean, yeah. like, I feel like I always got that from the guys team. Sometimes you hear from the girls team, like it's not as like tightly knit or I don't know. It's not as like, I don't know, open maybe. Yeah. Like, do you, do you feel like you hear that? I just feel like it, it's, it's really, it's really weird. And I think it's like something that can be said about like, like gender differences or something like that. Oh yeah. But like, yeah. I mean, it's like the boys are the boys. Like we're the boys, you know. Like we we do the boy things the boys do. We, we look around what that we, is. Sometimes we we fuck with each other, you know. We we uh, we break each other's balls, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I like, would I, like. I don't know if I could. I mean, like, I, yeah, no, yeah, actually, yeah, we do break that's each like, balls. Generally speaking, like I feel like Canyon has made me softer. Which yeah, is like not yeah, necessarily a bad thing. It's made more not. sympathetic. That's what I like about the cross country team. A little sensitive. Yeah, it's like we're we're sensitive people, which I really like. But the women's team is just like that, like times ten. It's just like like, like everybody's like really like you know like nice to each other, yada yada yada. But yeah, like you're nice to an extent where it's like you're kind of lying. You're so nice. It's like you put up yeah. shields, maybe. Sometimes. It's like yeah, it's like if you're if you're not if you're like that kind of nice like all the time like who the fuck are you like you're not like that's not the real you nobody is really that nice all the time Mr. Rogers yeah you're you're Mr. Rogers like Mr. it's just Rogers like Rogers is just like a guy on TV you don't really hang out with Mr. Rogers though yeah it's just like 
don't know. I, I, I feel like seeing people angry at things, like not necessarily like just like not like a person or something, like that, but just like people like they're just, just like kind of not not even angry. At I think it's just like seeing people kind of just like have genuine reactions to things and like genuinely yeah. interact rather than being like, I'm going to be really nice to you because yeah, that's why sometimes nice it's person. good. I to care see. about you. Yeah. That's sometimes it's good to see people angry. Not like all the time. Like sometimes people yeah. get angry for no reason, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's like, it's reassuring if someone gets angry over something that like you agree with and you think is important. It's like, yeah, this, some things are, you know, worthy getting angry over. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. But yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I, I think it's like mostly just like the amount of care, like people being like, here's the thing, like people being caring and like, like people can be caring. Like I, I feel like I'm generally somewhat caring. I'm not yeah. as caring as other people. But I'm somewhat so. caring. Like, I, yeah. you know, if I see someone like you know, I need some caring, I'll care. <laughs> but like, just like, I feel like when you make that like your thing, like if like, oh, you're the person that just like, oh, you're really nice. If like, I, I feel like if someone's like, if if someone if, if you know if someone writes like a sentence about me and they say, and you're really nice and caring, mm-hmm. I feel like that person doesn't know me. And that's just like, I mean, like if that's like the main thing, because like I don't know what the fuck someone that knows me yeah. would say. I mean, it's like it's, it's easy like, to be nice, kind of to an extent, or sometimes. Yeah, it's like it's, I don't, I don't want being nice to be my my defining characteristic because God nice tells people to be nice. That is like the mantra for yeah. many, like most religions. Well, like be a good person. A lot of people aren't nice though still. So still that's kind of like a win though. At least, you know, yeah, I guess. I don't know. But no, I know what you mean. Like you want to be yeah. more than just some nice guy. Cause sometimes the nice guy gets perceived as like also the boring guy. That's kind of like a group together thing. Like nice guys, yeah. you know, are nice, but they're boring, but that's not even, you know, it's not, yeah, it's not true, but it's yeah. definitely grouped up like that for sure. I, I think like what I'm saying, like I'm thinking about this stuff because of the, uh, the case, the, the Kenyan uh, track and field, virtual banquet that happened like last week i think it was on friday or something like that like there's a virtual banquet Mm -hmm. but there was a there was a uh slideshow that the underclassmen had to work on that me jeremy and will spoon found out about like 45 minutes before the uh, the banquet happened so we had to get working so it was only like, you guys, no one else who was an underclassman were building? Yeah, I don't think anybody really knew because it was just like we were shared like uh, uh, Google Slides and like nobody really like pays attention to like when they get shared with something. Yeah, so like okay. Spone found it out and he found it and he like sent us in our like class group chat and he was like, oh shit, we got to do something about this. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh fuck, we got to do something about it. But it's like pretty much what it was was the girls team and the guys team. And I was like, the girls team was like, like, or it's like everybody like had the seniors and like, uh, Keely, Gracie, and all the girls. And then like Tommy, Vince, Nate, Oakley, Weddy. But it's just like, it's their name. It's like Gracie, G R A C I E G. It stands for great. 
you know, R stands for whatever, oh, you know, what talking about, right? Yeah, and it's just yeah. like, like caring, like it's nice and energetic. And like, that's like, this is like the main difference that I've like kind of noticed between the guys and the, the women's teams in, in terms of just like publicly, like how they like refer to each other. And like the women's team was being very nice to each other. I was like, okay, yeah, they're, they're being nice to each other. That's a, I, 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 I noticed that a lot. It's kind of like a trend. But then, like the guys' team, we were just like, we were just like, you know, fucking around. Roasting. We were being like, 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 like Tommy. I, I think for a while we put Yuppie. <laughs> you know that that yeah. kind of thing. Like Oakley, like for W, we put like, gosh, like I don't even know like what it was like, like something about like getting eaten by like killed by a bear or something like that. And like Weddy, like. Like D was like defined buttocks or something like that. And it was just like, you know, like us just like, you know. Yeah, that's like funny. That's like, that kind of sticks out and makes you laugh. Like, but, but as a I term think, of like, endearment, too. Like, if you're willing to like insult and be insulted by your friends, kind of in that way, that's like, that's like, I don't know, that comes from a place of love almost, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. And like, I feel like, like all of my like like my close friends like I could like think of like things like that to say about them like like the kind of thing that you like you, you might like like given like a best man's wedding toast yeah. like or something like that and then like, everyone gets upset at you for saying that except for the the guy getting married he's like no it's okay exactly it's, a joke. It, it's like a it, it's a it, it's no, yeah, I think it's like a, like a really, I mean, it's a really real part about like just like guys, yeah, and like they just like you know like what the, the the gender norm of like what guys like how guys treat each other, masculinity and shit like yeah. that. But Maybe like, it's just also like, a tradition. I mean, it's not strictly true. <laughs> I mean, you ever watch the roasts on Comedy Central? Yeah, yeah, and that's I love yeah. those those because some of them like well, like when I was really young and would like watch like i'd watch like youtube roasts i'd be like why are they so mean to each other it's like <laughs> it's awful but some of them as you get older you're like this is just like them joking around and it's like it's all cool but actually some mm-hmm. of them are like really cut deep like some of them like well the like, the donald trump roast like of course they all kind of hate him but like mm-hmm. those are those are always just so interesting to watch like how far comedians like the real comedians who come to do the roasts will really like you know, cut deep and like, you know, dig into people. And it's just like, it's, I don't know, it's hilarious and like shocking and like truthful if it's good too. Cause it's like, you know, bringing out like the troubles from this person's past, like go watch two of my favorite comedians on there are like Pete Davidson's roasts are great. Mm-hmm. And Nikki Glazer, who's great. She's a, like, she's a girl comedian too, but she does like the yeah. best roasts. I think like mm-hmm. her and Pete Davidson deliver really quality like on the nose roast she's really funny she had a show on comedy central i would watch on like um i'd see it i think i'd like on snapchat that's how i watched comedy central like there was like a snapchat um comedy central like little thing and her show is like it was called not safe it was only on for one year i watched it like in high school like on the car ride home or whatever because in high school i would drive i didn't live on campus Mm -hmm. so that that's when i would do my stuff in high school (laughs) but like her show is hilarious but like she's brilliant because she like 
she gets typecast as like a sex comic like all her jokes like pertain to sex on some level which isn't entirely true but even though it is true in a lot of cases she's got like brilliant takes on sex and her show was like a lot about like i don't even know normalizing or breaking down taboos or stuff i don't know she just Mm -hmm. has a lot of cool uh funny hot takes on stuff and she's like constantly cracking jokes too like in her actual stand-up bits like she's been on conan and i'm like she's one of those like totally underrated too like my favorite comic one of my favorite comics is like right now her and pete davidson and hannibal burris maybe and like i don't know who else is like big this guy joe mackey you gotta look up this guy joe mackey joe mackey i've heard that name m-a-c-h-i and he doesn't have a lot but i've only seen like you know he just has a couple like five minute videos but they're all just so funny i've never heard of this guy before i heard of him only like through like other comedians talking about him on those other podcasts and Thank God, because like he's really funny. <clears throat> Super sick. Sorry, did I? I don't even know how I went on a tangent about mm-hmm. these comedians. I think, oh, I think about it roasting. was something about gender differences and yeah, then... and, like roasting, making fun of each other, coming from mm-hmm. a place of like mm-hmm. like a good like an endearment. Like if you can call out like the shitty parts of someone and kind of say it without like you know take it in stride like you know Mm. these are your flaws but not like really it's just like Mm -hmm. it's just like it's just like something that makes you unique yeah this is what we make fun of you for but it's not like actually a problem Mm -hmm. yeah except there's like there's there's some roasts like these burns on like caitlin jenner that are quite like like i think they're like (laughs) nikki glazer has something about like wait they did a caitlin jenner roast no she it was the alec baldwin roast but caitlin jenner was just there she was gonna roast alec baldwin but like something oh about, like, does everybody roast you could have, yeah, yeah they yeah, go around like and roast thing. everyone and like it's so clear like the non-comedians are just terrible at making fun of everyone else and oh, robert uh... de niro is in one robert de niro is in one with nikki glazer and caitlin jenner that same one i think it's the alec baldwin one and he she, he he's just ridiculous it's so weird just seeing robert de niro sitting there with all of them it's like how do you get I don't know. It's a, ridic- <laughs> it's a ridiculous thing. I love it though. I'm is is he writing his jokes or like? Who knows? Probably not. Yeah. Like <laughs> that stuff. But I mean, you've definitely seen it. But like, like have you like have you seen the trailers for uh, the King of? Oh yeah, no. I I sent you that on Instagram. You sent right? me that? Yeah. Oh, you said okay. You, you, you said okay. Island? Oh shit. Never mind. Okay. That just seems super sick. Like I want to watch this movie. But yeah. Like this is like oh, yeah, super me too. cool. I, I do like that's like a lot of his personal life because his dad died in 9 11. And like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I this noticed is just that. like his life if he weren't a stand up comedian, it seems like. Because in the trailer, they're just like, what are you going to do with your life? Because he really <laughs> couldn't do anything else if he wasn't a stand up comedian kind of celebrity, you know, on mm-hmm. SNL. It's like, what would he be doing besides this, you know? <laughs> So this is like kind of like what would happen if he wasn't a comedian? Yeah, I guess that's funny. like a cool thing to explore, though. Like, what would I do? Yeah. I think that's he wants to be – there's something about like tattoos. Tattoo too. artists? Yeah. Yeah. I saw another ad on Instagram about it today. That's what reminded me. But like, shit, that's fucking hilarious. I, I, I forgot that you sent this to me. This is May 8th. You said, I think this looks really good. 
And I said, hmm, yeah, that's... <laughs> I like the... Hmm. <laughs> I agree with that. I just forgot about this entire interaction. Yeah, and Bill Burr's going to be in it, and uh, or he is in it. Jimmy Tatro's in it. I think he's really funny, Jimmy Tatro. And um, Steve Buscemi. I love Steve Buscemi. And Marissa Tomei. And, uh, Have you seen the GQ thing of uh, Steve, Busch- Steve Buscemi? No, I saw that on Instagram. Like yeah. story. I think Tommy posted that. Yeah, Tommy's big in the fashion. It was a but, fashion thing, or what was the story? I mean, GQ is kind of like yeah. it's like they did go it's not always fashion, but it's like it's like there's a photo shoot profiles too. Yeah, so it's like you're gonna be styled, like no matter. Yeah, what. he did look good in that it's picture. Styled. That's all I saw was Steve Buscemi's like in a white suit, and I'm like, damn, he looks yeah. really good, especially for Steve Buscemi because. <laughs> Yeah, it was like something about being like the misfit in Hollywood or something like that. That'd be interesting, especially after uh, watching um, uh, you know, Death of Stalin. He was was my favorite in that. He's great. I I really liked that movie. That was a good movie. Watching that with my friend was a really good time. That's good. That's good because you know, if you're watching a movie again, you know, you want it's it's hard to like. Watch a movie and like mm-hmm. enjoy it. If you enjoy it more, then it's like you know you got a good movie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and like I would like so something. I, I mean, I do sometimes, but like I like I recommended this movie to a lot of people. I was like, like my friend that I work with, like she was reading a a, a book about communism oh, for like yeah. you definitely got to, check to out read. I was like, I was like, fuck, you gotta read, you gotta watch this movie. This is hilarious. And like my dad's big in the history, and I was like, shit. Oh yeah. Death of Stalin. You love it. It's like, you know, like everybody really that. A lot of people I know would like this movie. It's like super cool to recommend things, I guess. Death of Stalin. This guy who directed it has a new movie coming out. Or I don't know if it came out. But it's David Copperfield. The uh, Charles Dickens novel. But it's like in the same style. It's like a comedy like Death of Stalin. Wait, wait, Charles Dickens' novel, David Copperfield, what? Yeah, you know, the magician David Copperfield makes it confusing, but before there was a magician, yeah, yeah, there was a novel by uh, Charles Dickens called David Copperfield or The Adventures or something, something like The Life of David Copperfield. Wait, so David Copperfield named himself after... Yeah. Are you serious? I mean, you... it might, like, what kind of coincidence is that? Like, <laughs> that's not a coincidence. I mean, that's definitely just, just not. That's like if I like somehow figured out magic and I rename myself Harry Potter. Yeah, that's insane. That's crazy. But I don't think the Dickens book is about and magic at all. You know? Oh, it's not. I don't know anything about it. Just know that this movie is coming out, and I think it's is it who Dev Patel maybe. <laughs> I think a big reason why I like the Death Stone was like its historical roots, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's I just like think a like, satire that like brings out the absurdity of like what was yeah. actually happening, like people just killing people for like just like almost no reason except that like you know mm-hmm. they can and they just are keeping power or whatever, and how mm-hmm. it all goes to shit when the one dictator. Did, dies kind of the line about um un it was like um unofficial not not unofficial like 
something narcissism. It was like unapproved narcissism or something like that. It was like it was the uh, the the guy that ran the music house that was like oh. it was oh I forget he said it was it like in the movie this is yeah it was in the movie he was like this is uh, unregistered narcissism or um, something like that so, like un un something like like something that wasn't like wait. approved previously and I was like oh that's funny like, unregulated what? narcissism not unregulated huh. it was like. Like you, like it was like the idea of like that line was like you haven't like gotten the, like the paperwork to engage in narcissism. Oh. Like that was like what the idea was, and I was yeah. like, "That's hilarious." Oh yeah, okay. I that's, see. Just, yeah. that's just so funny because like like you know, communists like Russia, narcissism. What is the problem? What is the self? You know, to express the that. whole really cool stuff. Uh, confusing stuff too. Yeah. I was I was pizza time during the uh, movie night or the the movie discussion. So, oh yeah, but, that was just uh, Will, Hannah, and I ended up talking a lot about Iceland with Hannah. She went to Iceland over her. Uh, I feel like that was the bulk of the conversation was just talking about Iceland actually, which is cool because like. Iceland is one of the, like the two places I've been that's outside the country. <laughs> You're in Iceland? Yeah, I went there in high school. I was really, it was like a high school trip. You know, it's strange because I went to a school that like offered these every two years. We were lucky it's enough epic. to like have some sort of like, I don't know. There was like, you know, a, a program where we could go on trips or not everyone in the high school, but like people could sign up and like, pay or something and like that's why i did i went to iceland when i was a junior and there was like just a big it was just like touring iceland for two weeks it was our spring break and we like went on a big bus and drove around yeah it was so cool it was like iceland's crazy very very neat place those northern european countries just like they have an alert to me but it's like an alert that like I feel like I not that I wouldn't be welcome there, but like I just wouldn't feel like I belong there. Yeah. It's like too perfect, but it's also cold as shit. <laughs> I think I, I remember it being well, yeah, it was cold, especially because we go up on glaciers, but we went in like the March and I thought it wasn't super cold, like in Reykjavik, this the one big city really is like, mm-hmm. you know, it was a decent temperature and Actually, no, one thing that I remember was really crazy was like we went out on a whale watching boat and things got like really stormy and people got really seasick out on this whale watching trip because it was like three hours we had to go out on this boat and it was just raining and you know, just That's terrible weather. People were throwing up. That was like, but I mean, it was still awesome. Saw some whales. So, yeah. Oh shit! You saw whales and it made it all worth it. Yeah, and uh, there was one trip, like one day, we went to a glacier that was like four hours away in the island. And we went up on this glacier and we put like spikes on our shoes so we could walk on it. <laughs> and there was like a tunnel. We like walked into this glacier. It's crazy. <laughs> Apparently, they film a lot of Game of Thrones up there, or they did. Makes sense. 
and a lot yeah. of other stuff. I think they were filming Fast and Furious, whatever, <laughs> when we were there. Like a part of it. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. See fucking Vin Diesel just chilling. <laughs> that would be awesome. Like have a hotel room right next to Vin Diesel. <laughs> hey Vin, how's the Fast and Furious game? Would definitely have a hotel room underneath Vin Diesel. It'd be probably in one of the nicer suites. Underneath him? Directly underneath? Because it'd be like the same size? If only, if only. Oh, yeah. I've just been snacking on these vitamin C gummies. Just eating a lot of vitamin C? I think this is my third one, but it could very well be my fifth one. Don't want to eat too much vitamin C. Or do you? If you eat too much vitamin C, I think you piss it out. Oh, that's that's no problem. I only wanted a Corona. You know the theme song for Jackass? Like the guitar riff that's at the beginning of Jackass? I do not know it. It's like they use like a, this like little riff to a song as their like theme song, but it's like actually a song from the eighties. It's kind of like a punk rock band, but the name of that song is Corona, and it's about the beer Corona. It's like I only wanted a Corona. <laughs> Do you know why coronavirus is called coronavirus? No. That's actually, it's kind of cool. So like, um, I think it's the electron microscope. So coronavirus is like, there's not just one coronavirus. Because like, like there's SARS in the past. And like the MERS, which is like the Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome, which is like another type of coronavirus. Um, but... If you um, if you looked up coronavirus electron microscope and you and you saw like the uh, black and white pictures that they had of like what the coronavirus looks like when like you look at it underneath the electron microscope, like what it what what it kind of generally looks like is uh, maybe inverse, but like the sun and the solar eclipse. And then a solar corona around it. So the solar corona around the eclipse sun, or the eclipse moon is like, you know, like like a, I guess a halo of light around the dark moon. And so that's like what the electron microscope looked like uh, image of the coronavirus looks like. Oh. So they're like, shit, it looks like a corona, like a solar corona. So let's that's just call it coronavirus. Interesting. So that's why it's called coronavirus. And like the reason the has that glow is like the spike proteins that are on that are surrounding like on the outside of the virus that like sticks to the host. Nuts. Those yeah, sticky etymology. coronas. Those sticky corona spikes. I corona. I corona bump bump. It's a good song. Um so coronavirus. Will there be a vaccine in the next yeah. year? In the next what? Year. Yeah, I think so. I think, I mean, I, I, I know at least like there's like a lot of potential vaccines going through clinical trials. And oh, I yeah. think at least one of them will probably stick. Holy shit. Will Dean just sent me a Snapchat. Oh, yeah? 
This is insane. This is a big deal. Will Dean and I have a weird relationship. That's good. It's like, like we're like we're friends, and we're we're pretty good friends. We hang out sometimes, you know. But like, <laughs> I don't think we're we're pals, like total pals Not yet. There, yeah. I, I can't wait till when we are because he's he's like a really a, a cool guy, interesting guy. Yeah, I like. I mean, I don't know, but seems cool. Yeah, I like him. Oh yeah, you, yeah, yeah, I keep on forgetting you weren't here last semester. I like all those freshmen. I mean, they all seem cool, actually. I heard someone said that who was saying Caleb Stern? He's an actor. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's an interesting. That's an interesting guy. But he's not on track, was he? He wasn't on track, and I don't even know if he's going to be in cross country this year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Caleb Stern's an interesting guy. I, I I don't know what you'd make of him. Like I don't even know what I make of him. Yeah. I mean, I kind of know what I make of him. But are we still on? Are, are we still on? We're on we're air. On right now. Everything is being recorded. So yeah, Caleb's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, he's like he likes Garfield a lot. He's gonna be listening to this, so you better say yeah. he's cool. No, I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. He nah, likes Garfield a lot. He likes Garfield, but I think he likes Garfield because Tommy likes yeah, Garfield. Yeah, Tommy keeps posting all his Garfield every day. I'm like, he's Garfield's I, biggest fan. I don't know if I was a fan of Garfield before Tommy, but it's it's a possibility. So I'm just gonna put that out there. Like I, I am a I'm a Garfield fan as well. Are I like a, the Garfield. Do you like the Garfield some, movies with Bill Murray as Garfield? Fuck no, dude. <laughs> fuck no. Oh, but I, it's such to a be honest, movie. I haven't seen those in years, yeah. but I know they, they're not good. Yeah, they're notoriously terrible. I don't remember either, but just Bill Murray as Garfield is still like a good idea. Like, that makes sense. <sighs> it's a good though. idea. Yeah. It's a great idea. It's like, who else is going to be Garfield? You know? Was it made too early in the whole CGI thing that it was just a terrible Probably. like? Probably. But also, like, wasn't it badly written? Also, like, how yeah. are you going to write a It's Garfield a kid's movie. movie, too. You know, kids find things funny that are you know not that funny to the rest of it, the world you know true it was definitely a kids movie but garfield's yeah. for everyone you know garfield is for everyone there's there's a uh, there's an instagram account i think it's like garfield daily or some shit like that of course but uh it's just like you know post garfield strips but like recently it's been posting uh it's it's been posting a uh, I don't know what you'd call it I guess like a series of strips where it's like kind of like a long storyline. Yeah. And this is when Garfield and Odie uh, both like run away when they continue. Mm-hmm. Really, really, it, it's it's definitely like a, a cool. I mean, it, it's a, it's a really cool just like account just so you can like because like in what situation am i going to be reading garfield comics <laughs> i Normally. used to read not gonna garfield. open up the book i don't have i mean i have a book in my basement but that's been hasn't been open oh, in probably yeah. years garfield so, and calvin and hobbs were like the books <sighs> yeah calvin and hobbs is by far yeah. my favorite but there were like comic mm-hmm. books collections of them in the library in school like i would mm-hmm. check them out and read them <laughs> 
And like I love the Calvin and Hobbes like ones that go oh, on and yeah. on, you know, the long story. Yeah. Runs. Like there's one where Calvin runs away from home. That's great. They go to That's the exactly Yukon. the one I was thinking about. Yeah. Like he runs away. And I know he packs like PB and J's or something like that. Yeah. And then he has a big fight with Hobbes and they're just like they separate. Yeah. He comes home. It's like Hobbes is still out there. And they make his dad go out there and his dad's just like, ugh. You know, but they look at a globe and they're like, okay, we're going to the Yukon. So that's like about like there to there. Yeah, Yukon Ho. We'll probably get there by like, you know, tomorrow afternoon. So we'll probably pack like a couple sandwiches for lunch or whatever. Ridiculous. Calvin. Calvin Hobbes, that was a legendary comic book. It was like comic my childhood yeah imagine if they had a lot of connect or of those collections Mm, those are the best Uh, i'd have i have the one where they're like sledding on the front actually there's two Mm -hmm. things it's a magical Mm -hmm. world i think Mm -hmm. is the very last calvin and Hobbes strip oh what a magical world or something they just sled off into the you know the wild I think that's the best way to end something like that. Yeah, it's like heartbreaking almost. Like when you get there, it's just like, you know, that's the last one. I can't imagine. Like how, how does someone just like, you know, they just wait every day. Like when it comes out in the 80s and the 90s, just like to mm-hmm. see their Calvin and Hobbes and the very last one. It's got to be heartbreaking. Yeah, Calvin and Hobbes is fucking legendary. What a great piece of Kenyan. Shit, yeah, that's like some like that's kind of crazy because like I grew up with like Calvin Hobbes and I had no idea what what Kenyon College was until senior year of high school, junior junior summer senior summer of high school. So it's like, damn, like this has been such like an integral part of what the author of this integral part of my childhood like lived. It's almost destiny. Maybe, maybe, maybe the next one. Maybe I'm gonna be the next fucking Bill Watterson. Yeah, he's he grew up in Ohio too. He did, yeah. It's like, yeah, kind of based off of like, uh, Calvin's like outdoor adventures yeah. off of like whatever. Is that kind like. of the area you live in, like Calvin and Hobbes outdoors? Like, do you have that kind of woodsiness? Yeah, but it's not as fun. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not as fun as Calvin's having. Calvin just he knew he knew how to have a good time without like anyone else but Tiger. I love the ones where he's like, Dad, the polls are in. The dad polls. Looks like you're falling behind in the polls, Dad. You know. True. true. You get elected out of this, Dad. <laughs> what a brilliant six year old. What a brilliant thing. There, there's a uh, there's a Calvin and Hobbes strip that I just have saved on my phone because I think I sent it to somebody, but like now I just have it on my phone, which is like a really good strip. But uh, it's pretty much Calvin and Hobbes in like a they're in like a sandbox playing around, and like Hobbes is like something like, like don't you have like a, an assignment due like tomorrow? And like Calvin says something about how he his best motivation like how he does his best work is last minute panic oh yeah and, so true yeah i feel like everybody can relate with that yes. everybody procrastinates can relate with that because like you just go on a different gear and i'm like damn how and i really be speaking to me 
Bill Watterson really knew what it was like to to cram for finals week. It's so good. His hate of like Sundays because you know you have school tomorrow on a Sunday or something. Mm-hmm. There'd be he'd have good bits on the. Oh, excuse me. Burping. I don't know how long we've recorded. I, I don't know. Because I keep probably resetting it. Yeah, recorded? I have no idea. We've been talking for about two and a half to three hours. Cool. Which is not bad. It's like a Joe Rogan. True. I do have uh, I do have to run tomorrow at 8 a.m. Oh, yeah. You got to get sleep. So it's, uh, it's been a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we should sign off this. Okay. We've run out of time, Ben. It's been good talking with you. This has been a really good experience. I'm not gonna lie. I think for some for some reason, I don't know why, but like the podcast format, even though it's like I mean like half of this conversation is lost in the wind or whatever. But like this has made me say things that I wouldn't might not say in a normal conversation. That's it's like so it's like nearly asking like not the, like the necessarily the philosophical questions yeah. but like the questions that like require thought and stuff like that. It's yeah. like you ask that in a podcast or you talk about like having a podcast, but like sometimes I mean in like a normal conversation, if I just like if I was just chilling with with the, with the boys and I just like brought up a question, just feel like oh you're being a like a tryhard. It's just like <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm thinking too much, which is like kind of true, but like also like. This is the kind of conversation that you don't really have when you're just like kind of alone, just like in the summer, like not in school where you have to get the gears turning. You get to talk, you get, you're allowed to get the gears turning on something that you're kind of interested in. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. It is cool. Like, yeah, I'm glad you think so. This has gone better than I, you know, could have hoped. I had a little bit of anxiety about it. And like it's best not to think too much about it. Yeah, he's kind of sort of talking. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. That's I, like, I, yeah, that's like yeah, it was perfect. Cut out the uh, <laughs> cut out the kiddos' terms. Like, uh, are we recording right now? Yeah, you know. Cut that out. What we got? This is brutal, honestly. Like, who's gonna be? I don't know. It'd be cool if he ended up listening to this and he'd say something, and we'd be like, "Well, you listened that far? You got it." Got all the way through. He's like, what do you think about me, man? I'm like, oh. You're like we love this guy enough to bring you up. That's should be good. Yeah, I actually, yeah, I, I do appreciate Caleb Stern. I'm like, I, ho- I hope you're on cross country next year, but it's not on the, it's not on the group me right now. Yeah, Who knows? No, but yeah, it's been epic, dude. Um, cool. Yeah, and we, we should, should have another conversation yeah, with this in the future. Recurring uh, guest. Yeah, reoccurring guest. Uh, but that you know, yeah, got me thinking about things. Um, yeah. All right. I'm gonna get off now. End the meeting. I'm gonna end the meeting. Good night. Right, end man. the meeting. I'm ready. I'm ready. Goodbye. Yeah. And it's off the year. It's done. Off the air. Okay. (laughs) Well, thank you for listening to episode one. I'd like to thank Ben Stillians. Shout out to Ben Stillians.
for talking to me. All right. I'm gonna say bye. Mm-hmm.